All right, this is Jack Donovan, author of The Way of Men, and you're listening to Start the World. I'm here today with Josh Tyler. He is a professional MMA fighter, and he works on a project called Savage Gentleman, and you can find it at savagegentleman.com. Uh, I know Josh mostly through the internet, uh, although we have met in person, and uh, his Instagram is at Josh Tyler MMA. And uh, he does not have a Twitter, which we were just talking about this in the, in the uh, pre-funk here, because Twitter's evil. Uh, well, no, actually, well, I do have one. Oh, you do have no, one? Right. No, I have one. I just don't, I don't do shit with it at all. Ah, okay. Um, I, you know, I, I started all of my social media stuff really for the sole purpose of helping to further my fighting career. Um, When, when, when Facebook came a really long time, but then I saw, okay, man, there's, gonna, I, I, there's a need for self-promotion in the fight game, right? I have to have some kind of a presence. And so then I started up, I, you know, joined the Facebook cult and um, subsequently got a Twitter handle and did a little bit with that. It just wasn't to my liking. So I just kind of left it there. And then Instagram just felt more comfortable to me. So I put a little bit more time and investment in that and now i've kind of gotten to the point where i don't even care about <laughs> about instagram like I'm, I'm i've gotten so far in between posts because I, I don't know man i just don't feel like everything is worth noting to the to the world do you know what i mean like no one cares what i ate for lunch today yeah yeah i mean uh, there's there's so much because uh, i have the exact same problem right now i haven't i've made like three posts in three weeks and yeah. that's that's not really the correct way to do Instagram. No, but uh, you know, I, I yeah, I definitely am at a point right now. I'm like, well, I don't know what to post exactly. Uh, once I start rolling out episodes of this podcast, I think that's going to be the thing. Uh, and I'll probably do maybe a photo shoot that has kind of a similar aesthetic, and mm -hmm. then I'll have some more images. But I'm fresh out of images, and. <laughs> You know, you have to go, as, as we both know, you have to go out and do things because that's what people want to see. And yep. I'm not doing it. I mean, I was sick for two weeks over Christmas. Uh, and, and, uh, and the other thing is, yeah, I go to the gym and stuff, but you don't need to see that. You well, know, like and that's, you know, it, it's good for some people, but. Yeah. yeah, but here's the thing also that I, that I have found. Um, the people that are actually busy doing real things, they don't yeah. fucking have time to pull out their phone and, and do a full on photo shoot um, in the midst of doing the thing. It's like when I'm actually training for real, there's very little documentation of it because I'm too busy focused on training. So it's either I'm not really doing anything. And so there's nothing to take notice of, or I'm too busy doing the thing and I don't have time. And then every once in a while I may have like this middle ground where, okay, it's not so serious that, you know, I can't take a moment to make sure the lighting's right and, you know, do whatever to stage a, a cool photo. Because that's the other thing, too, is it, it needs to have a certain level of quality else or else people don't give a shit. Right. right. And it's Absolutely. like, well, yeah, I could pull out my phone at any moment and snap a picture, but it's pretty underwhelming. Um, and for me, just merely snapping a picture doesn't mean much if there isn't like some thoughtful um, post, you know, uh, narrative to go behind it or maybe if it's something funny or you know clever but i don't know if, if that that comes and goes with me like sometimes i feel like i'm very witty and clever and other times it's like yeah i got nothing so then i don't post anything 
Yeah, I, I just figure I'm a philosopher, so I have to look like I'm thinking. Sometimes yeah. if I get a lot of pictures where I look like I'm thinking and eventually <laughs> then I can use them for, for when I'm thinking, you know, like I'm always <laughs> thinking, I, Hey, yeah, I thought I'm, a thought today. Yeah. yeah, yeah that, that's, <gasps> yeah, yeah, no, that's really, like that. yeah. You just yeah, yeah. get a ton of thinking pictures. And then when the thought actually happens, you pair that. And, and truthfully, that is very much what, what I will do with my social media is we'll go out and we'll do something. And I'm pretty lucky to have some amazing um, photographers who also happen to be my friends and will go do whatever, have these adventures, they'll slap a bunch of rad photos. And then as an idea surfaces, I'll find something to match that and, and express is usually the way it works. And every once in a while, I'll come across a photo that, that, I don't know, seems kind of powerful and impactful. And then maybe I'll write to that image. Yeah. But usually it's, it's the, the inverse. I'll have an idea and then I'll find something to go with it. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I'll, I usually have a stock of, of backlog of, of pictures and then I'll just go through it and, Oh, this is the right one for this. Yeah. You know, yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a very weird thing though. Like the, the whole notion of social media and, and I, and I get it. People, people want to consume, right. And there is a niche market for those who can produce but it is, it's its own separate medium, different than, you know, producing art in another forum, if that makes sense. It's its own unique thing. And some people are really, really good at it. And they have really, like, made a, made a great living doing that. Um, for me personally, like, I just have a hard time dedicating but so much energy to something that just feels very superficial. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I find it very artistic uh, when, I, when I'm in the mode of it. Yep. Like right now, mm -hmm. I'm not really, but uh, like I, I do, it, because I like taking, I mean, I've been taking pictures for a really long time. And uh, yeah. I, was, I was doing this on film, you know, before I had an internet, you know. So yeah, yeah. I, this is kind of what I like to do. So mm -hmm. um, and play with images and so forth. But, I, but anyway, I guess, I guess we, should, we should talk about uh, the you know, Savage Gentleman stuff. I, I suppose we, we, we should maybe since that's where we're here. And, yeah. You know, yeah. Well, tell me about the new it. store. What's been going on? Yeah. So we, um, we had it in our, in our minds that, that retail was the direction that we ultimately wanted to go. We wanted to have a physical presence somewhere. Um, and, and I'm sure you can appreciate the idea of having a space, right? The value of what that means. Um, a location in the world where activities can transpire and you can have interactions right Absolutely. obviously you you know that all too well with with wall gang and, and everything up there right. um so that was that was the impetus that for for standing this up and it just so happened that the stars aligned that we found a really cool space in this old um it was actually a trolley station back oh, wow. in the early 1900s and they had converted it into a mall and so it's got original wrought iron, you know, steel beams and everything and, and cobblestone on the inside. Really, really cool space. A lot of unique shops. And, you know, they're, they're looking to create something outside of like your regular consumer mall experience, right? Right. Where, because, I mean, you can buy everything online. Like literally anything you want, go online, you can get it. There's actually no need to go to a store and buy things. Yeah. You know? Um, unless you're offering something different that you can't get online. And that was why we wanted to have a physical space. Cause when we're talking about this idea of 
becoming then we we need to be able to do that in person to some degree right you can only go carry that so far in a virtual setting um and so it's like okay well let's let's find a space and so we're starting off and this is predominantly retail we actually have leather manufacturing here um i'm gonna turn this and give you a little so you can see that window there that wasn't there when we got here nor was this lovely wooden wall um we actually put that i put that up and knock the hole on the wall so you can see so it's kind of like that old school um you know you would go to the shop to get the thing done and the guy was there in the back making you know you go to the cobbler right and he's there making your shoes um and so you can see the process you could be a part of the process and then hopefully engage in some kind of a conversation whether it's something trivial or maybe it's a little bit more meaningful i don't know but that's what we wanted to foster here and then Ultimately, what we'd like to do is expand into this full-on, like, one-stop shop, badass space where you can do anything that one would consider savage and or gentlemanly, you know, from axe throwing to, you know, a really nice, well-built-out library to a pool table to a bar to a sauna to a gym. Um, but we had to start somewhere. And so this is, this is our, our humble beginnings in that, in that realm. Cool. Cool. No, I, it, that's, that's really exciting. I mean, uh, just the idea of putting, I remember the first time I got my own tattoo shop and, you know, oh, just putting cool. it all together. I mean, it's such a full, it's such a cool project uh, to, to imagine. This is a, what I want my space to look like when people walk in and, you know, it's a, it's a really fun, fun project. But uh, so tell me a little bit more about Salvage Gentleman and, and uh, how it got started. Well, so this idea of, two very dissimilar things right i mean they're 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 opposing savage and then gentlemen um but i think that there is you know i i found that there's also a duality in masculinity and that may be an oversimplification especially for someone like you who's spent as much time delving into that but you know the the short of it being is like man we have a savage side that is important and we also have this cultivated gentleman's side, or rather culture gentleman's side, that is also important. It's our ability to interact um, in the day-to-day. The savage is our ability to handle things in, in more an extreme environment, in an emergency situation, right? Um, to be complete, I think, and to achieve our best version of ourselves, we need to be tending to both sides of that. Um, I started off uh, as a professional fighter, which put me way over on the savage side and did that for a number of years and real. And it wasn't until I started kind of um, actually editing video. I needed, I realized I needed something to fall back on once my fighting career would have would inevitably come to an end and fell into a, to a, a job editing video, doing like survival stuff and that sort of thing, which is really, really cool. But the artistic expression of editing video and then actually writing about the stuff mm-hmm. I found was really fulfilling. And, and I realized that I had spent so much time like destroying things and other people and their faces that I had neglected this, this opposite end of the spectrum of, of being a creator. And I was like, oh, okay, that's what I was missing. 
you know, there, because there was, there was, you know, there was certainly some dissonance and I just didn't know what it was. And it wasn't until I realized that like, yeah, you know, when I was a kid, I loved doing artistic stuff. I liked to sketch. I liked to draw, <clears throat> you know, I, I liked, I liked music and that sort of thing. And I kind of put it on the shelf and I realized that other guys probably have a similar experience <clears throat> in that they've they've pursued one end almost to the extreme at the detriment of the other i think mm. for most people they explore the gentleman side too far you know because that's nowadays that's what gets us ahead in life you know your, right. your education your job you know really getting good at all those things are going to give you a huge benefit but there's this side of you and somewhere in the back of your mind that i think maybe calling out to go and get your hands dirty, you know, exert yourself physically to spend some time outdoors. And while it's not a necessity from a, you know, worldly perspective, I think from a intrinsic side, that's really important. And I think we've lost touch of that. Yeah, no, I think, uh, you know, I kind of went hard on, on Jung, uh, in my last uh, speech that I gave at the 21 convention, uh, you know, it, because I, I think he's kind of the root of this idea that men need to explore their feminine side. And, uh, and I, a, I, I, I'm like, well, babe, we actually don't know what it means to be a woman. So why, why are we saying that we have a feminine side? Right. Uh, but you know, it's just, it's all framing. Cause it's not like that's a physical reality. <clears throat> sure. Like, it's not like there's an angel and a devil on your shoulder or a masculine and a feminine side. It's just like, it's just a way of explaining reality. Right. Yep. But uh, I mean, especially in the modern world, we we're surrounded by the feminine side. Mm -hmm. We're surrounded by a very, very feminine world. And I think that a lot of men uh, really need to get in touch with their masculine side or just their masculine selves, uh, yeah. really. And, and that's what they uh, you know, they're missing that because you have to go actually seek that out. As you said, you, we don't have to be <clears throat> in a position. Most of us. I mean, there's some guys who are still raised on a farm. Yeah, and or, you know, or, or end up in the military right away after high school or something like that. But uh, mm -hmm. most guys, they never have to do anything, and so it's all a choice. And I was talking about this with Tanner too. Like it's, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's it's all a choice, and uh, that's something that I think, like you said, it, it's good. It, there's something nagging in the back of our head that we need to satisfy that that itch. Yeah, that I mean, think about part of us. Yeah, I mean, think about how many how many guys that you know or you've heard from personally. They're like, yeah, man, I checked all the boxes. I did all the thing. And then all of a sudden I looked around and I still was unhappy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I did everything that society has told me that I'm supposed to do. And yet I'm, I'm, I'm still lost. Right. And, yeah. and I think that that is because we haven't tapped into whatever the other side of the spectrum is. Again, you may, and you may be one of those guys that's just way the fuck on the savage side. Right. And you spent all your life just dragging your knuckles and bashing skulls. And it's yeah. like and, and, and you realize like, man, things aren't going the way I want them. I want to start this business and I want to do these things. But everyone says I'm an asshole and they won't do business. Well, maybe it's because you're an asshole and you haven't learned how to like right. talk yeah. to people. Maybe you should spend some time on the gentleman's side. Maybe you should talk to Tanner and learn how to dress appropriately because when you show up, you look like a fucking slob. No one's going to respect you and you're not going to get where you want to go, right? Not to yeah. say that how you – Yeah, a lot of the guys that I've met who, who come through like – you know, the high, I never know how to say it the right way to not be a, a <laughs> dork. 
but right. uh, you know, like special forces or whatever, you know, the, yeah. the high end, the high end military guys, because they're, the they're not, speed all, dudes, they're not yeah. all that, you know, they're, they're right. something they're they have their own language to talk about yeah. whatever it is they do. But uh, I, that is a problem that I think a lot of them run into is that they come out and they then they've only done the smashing skulls thing. But that is that is a very, a very, very niche group. Of yeah, men. I mean, that and, is a very and small. And I've had mm -hmm. to talk to some of those guys and, 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 you know, like I had one of those guys who was actually really interested in the feminine side and whatever, because he's <laughs> never really encountered that, but it's so rare in yeah. modern society. But yeah, those guys, they need to learn how to interact. I mean, I've, I've had a corporate job before where, you know, you have HR and you have a certain way that you're allowed to talk and so forth. Mm -hmm. and, and these guys are used to, uh, uh, you know, they just put someone in a headlock if they don't like what they're saying, you know, and they, sure. that's just yeah. not, that's not well, even in the, that, that's not in the handbook. No, <laughs> well, know? and that was, that was really hard for me to, to figure out and accept because, you know, in the gym, your hierarchy is based upon your skill and ability and, and a lot of it, just your toughness, you know, you may not be able to, to beat another guy in the gym. Um, Cause maybe he's, more experienced or maybe he's in a higher weight class or whatever right. but if you can hang in there you'll earn respect just through sheer grit and toughness um as it turns out in the regular world no one gives a shit like no one fucking cares that i could choke you out in under 30 seconds that means fuck all when it comes to me trying to get this you know tps report out in time or whatever the hell I need to do like none of that matters. And that was right. a really hard pill for me to swallow. It's like, Oh man, people don't respect how badass I am. Um, they only care about how much money I can generate for this company. That's a weird concept. And you know, I, I and then I had a choice of like, well, I could either be really butthurt and, you know, piss and moan and call everybody pussies because you know, I, I was tougher than them or whatever. Or I could say, okay, man, I need to learn how to play the game. I need to acquire the skills that make me more valuable in this setting um, so that I can get to where I want to go and be treated with the respect that I want to be treated with. And I think, you know, people, people fail to recognize that. It's like, hey, man, just because you're exceptional at playing the flute does not mean that, you know, you're, the people at your accounting firm are going to give you a promotion. Like, you have to understand right. what you're working towards. You know what I mean? And where, where the value is. So the idea with Savage Gentleman is looking, okay, where are the gaps in my game, right? And where, where are the holes and where can I fill those in based off of what I'm trying to accomplish, you know? And yeah. if, if you don't have a direct goal in mind, <clears throat> maybe just filling in the gaps in general because for whatever reason, maybe you're not happy with where your life is, right? Right. And that's, you know, and not to say that, that, that I have any or all or any of the solutions, but it's like, hey, man, if what you've been doing isn't working, maybe it's time to explore some other options, you know? Right. And that's what I like about Savage Gentleman is it, it's broad and it's wide enough and it's not so clearly defined that it's like, well, if you're not Jack Donovan, then you're a pussy and you're not part of the club, sorry. You know what I mean? Like, right. obviously, you're 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 a very strong example of what a man could and should and and probably ought to be, but it's not a one size fits all. Neither, you know, I I wouldn't recommend that everyone try to be like me, 
either. In fact, I would advise, I would strongly advise against it. Um, <laughs> um, cause you know, despite my fancy vest that I'm wearing here today, I'm a bit of a shit show. Um, which is true. Like I, I, you know, yes, I've started this company and yes, you know, there, there are people who follow me on social media, but it's like, man, I'm just as lost as the rest of you fuckers. Like I, I really don't know much about anything. I, I just maybe have some different insights and, you know, I'm, I'm willing to accept that I don't know everything. And maybe that's the part that stands out more so than others. I, I don't know. No, I mean, that's important. That's humility. I mean, we're all, we're all just guys, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we're all just guys trying to figure stuff out. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, like my job is mostly trying to figure stuff out. You know, like really, I mean, that's, yeah. that's really what, I mean, a certain, in a certain vein of thought uh, mm -hmm. is trying to figure that out. I mean, and then, and I see the screen, I started writing the new book two days ago and it's just me staring at the screen and I know what I want to say, but how do I say this in an engaging way? And I maybe mm -hmm. get like four or five sentences written the whole day because there's a certain way it has to be framed and uh -huh. does this logically makes sense. And did they, like, you know, I mean, so I have the energy and that's my job is to sit around and do that problem. Yeah. You know, but, well, and, uh, you know, go ahead. It's, well, I was just going to say, it's interesting to hear you say that though, because, there, you know, someone who from the outside looking in, right, you read your work, you're like, fuck, man, this guy is such a good author and he's, you know, so sharp and he really articulates this so well. Um, and people don't see the process and, and realize like, hey, man, you're just another dude doing his best to try and figure stuff out. You've just stuck with it long enough and had, you know, enough talent and perseverance to get to the point to actually throw successful books together. But, you know, when we look at people who are successful, we, we think that there's some secret sauce that they have, right? That they're just, I don't know, man, he just has some gift that no one else possesses because he's Jack Donovan. So I guess the rest of us are screwed. And it's like, well, yeah, there's some natural talent, but, you know, Again, we're all just regular dudes at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you didn't learn to fight the first day, you know. Like no, I was day. born. No, I was born with it. I yeah, didn't yeah. train a day in my life. Right. I just woke up and just was had an innate ability to beat the shit out of people. So yeah, yeah. There that's you exactly go. how it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, every every everything <laughs> thing takes work. So um, yeah. yeah. But. uh so let's see, Savage Gentleman. Oh yeah, that, that was pretty interesting. You were talking about something a minute ago. Um, oh no, I, I bet anyone watching this doesn't know that you've been on reality television. Oh, they probably don't because I feel like only 15 people watch that show. Yeah, um, well, I mean, but it's, it's a thing. It's a thing, <laughs> and, and it was really cool. It, it, unfortunately, it, I don't think it was marketed as well as it could have been yeah. um and and i think the name of it is very misleading so the the show is called the ultimate ninja challenge okay and when you when you hear that yeah what do, what do you envision when i say that well i i never i didn't actually even know that that was what it was called but i would assume okay. that 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 you throw down these things and then like cl the cloud appears <laughs> And then you jump out of it and then you climb up buildings and uh -huh. stuff like that. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. And, th and that's where everyone's mind goes. Um, when you put the word ninja and challenge together, right. you, you were envisioning 
something, you know, people in masks and maybe you're climbing walls and going over obstacles. Um, this is not at all what the show was about. The show was actually about um, us following in the footsteps of traditional ninjas in that they had one of the most, uh, for, like the most important skills that they had to possess was actually survival. Which if you think about, if you're conducting clandestine missions against you know, this warring faction over here, you didn't just get to hop in a little bird and get extract, you know, and just get infilled, right? You had to go through the woods for however many miles, for however many weeks to get there. Right. And you needed to be able to survive because it was fucking feudal Japan. And it's not like today where you could just go into the, you know, McDonald's and grab a snack. So they had to be really, really adept at surviving in the elements. Um, that was like the fundamental skill. And then everything else was subsequent. You know, uh, the, the, the ninja had a saying that if you had to draw your sword, you already had failed your mission, essentially. Right. Um, so there was nothing to do with throwing stars or anything else. It was all about survival. And then we had these little missions and tasks to accomplish um, that, would, that would have been similar to the things that the ninja would have had to carry out. So okay. um, some of, one, one of the missions, for example, was building a rope bridge that we had to traverse across this um, huge like 100 foot gorge um and then another one was we had to build a raft and float it down the river because that's obviously a more expedient way to travel long distances um and conserve energy and so anyway on discovery channel they picked a bunch of random people some of us had some martial arts backgrounds some of us did not but they threw us all together and we showed up and ready set go what the fuck are we doing here was kind of the thing. Like no one knew they were they were super secret about what it was going to be like, other than there were going to be survival and ninjas. And just like, oh, okay, sure, sign me up, man. Um, <laughs> and so we ended up spending like 21 days just trying to not die and also complete these arbitrary tasks that were given to us via this very um, uh, what's the word? I don't know. It was very um, ambiguous scroll. Like the directions were not clear at all. It would just have this like really mystic Mr. Miyagi type um, verse. And then that was it. And you're like, okay, well, I guess we're here until we, I don't know, till we don't. So we'd be, at, we'd be in a location for like three or four days, not knowing how long, we needed to be there or how long, like if we had actually completed the actual task, like one of, one of them, one of them, we got dropped off. We went on these little dinghies, the little rubber boats, right out in the middle of the um, Vancouver sound on a deserted Island. And we get out and there's a scroll and it talks about how water is essential to life. And that in order to survive, you must find water. But there's no natural source of fresh water on this rock. Um, so use, use nature as your guide and your intuition, and you'll be able to survive this challenge. And you're looking at it and you're like, what in the fuck does that mean? Like, what does it mean? You know, so there was a lot of frustration because we never knew what was going on. And then we just had to be out there and try and find a way to source water for four days in the middle of this, you know, saltwater bay um 
and so yeah, it was just 21 days of that kind of stuff. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. No, I've actually never heard the story of it before. So. Oh. Whoa. Oh. Cool. Yeah. Well, you know, it it is still on Discovery Channel. If you felt so inclined, you could you could go and watch it, and you know, you could bring the viewer count up to 16 people. Um, <laughs> what was really interesting to me about the whole thing was what subjecting yourself to that kind of environment mm-hmm. can do for the I don't know the introspective part right like self-introspection or or self-evaluation or whatever self-discovery probably is the best term um uh, there's something about when you break down your mind and your body through physical effort and exertion how that to me that's really the only time you can start to really tap into the the spiritual side right? right um and and not to get too new wavy or hippy dippy or whatever but if you go out and you live in the woods for 21 days living off the land, you're going to learn some shit about yourself. Um, and when you come back, you, you realize like how much we take for granted in society. Like the fact that I, if I'm thirsty, I can walk 10 feet, turn a knob and get water immediately. Right. Right. Um, and when you realize how convenient things are as opposed to the way things used to be, it, it, it makes it easy to see why we've manufactured so many problems of shit that doesn't matter. Right. Oh, yeah. Like if I, if, if all I have to worry about is not dying, then I don't have time. You know, if I have to get my water get my food, make a fire, stay warm, I don't have time to try and figure out like what bathroom I should be using. Right. Like it doesn't matter. Nor do I have time to care what bathroom the person next to me is using all I need is for that person to make sure they're getting enough firewood so we don't freeze to death tonight. Right. And so, so it's interesting, you know, the perspective that that leads where it's like, man, a lot of this stuff really starts to melt away when you realize the shit that actually matters, if that makes sense. And I think that level of suffering um, or, or enduring starts to put in perspective the things that really matter. So for me out there, the only thing I, I really gave a shit about, I didn't care about, you know, what, what I was going to do with my fight career. I didn't give a shit what I was going to do about my business. The only thing I cared about was I want to, I want to spend time with my wife and my daughter who, you know, I'm missing like crazy. And it's like, you know, I'm missing out on, you know, a, a month of my daughter's life that I'll never get back when she's at a very young age. And it's like, man, I need to prioritize because at a certain point she's going to be fully grown and I'm going to look back and like, shit, where did that, where did that time go? So it really helped me, I guess, be a little bit more present and intentional, um, which was, which was super valuable. And it also, again, I was at that moment, I was struggling with, well, do I pursue my fight career? You know, do I take that or do I pursue this other, you know, this entrepreneurial thing? Um, am I giving up on my dream by, by walking away from fighting or, you know what I mean? And there was this real huge conflict that I was at at this turning point in my life. And then going on the show kind of, again, put things in perspective. It's like, none of that matters. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, what matters is I'm doing what I need to do to, you know, support my family and to be with them and you know, enjoy every moment that I can with them. That's what really matters. Everything else is kind of superfluous. Okay, cool. 
So, I mean, that, that begs the question. I mean, are you, are you going to, do you think you're going to fight together or no? Uh, you know, I, I think that, I think that I will definitely compete again for sure, okay. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> um, you know, the, the nice thing about jujitsu is it's way less committal than a fight. Like I yeah. could, I could literally just show up or I pay, sure. I pay my $50 entrance fee. And if I'm not feeling good, it's like, whatever, there'll be another tournament. Right. Right. In fighting, you don't have that luxury. You set the date and, you know, come hell or high water, you have to show up on that date. And there's been plenty of fights that I've had to go into where, you know, I was injured and I had to like fake my physical to get clearance um, so that the fight would happen. Um, There's a lot more pressure, which but to more favorable because it's like okay man i can train i can get ready you know i don't have to just drop everything right and i can do this and and you know it can be a little bit more leisurely because i'm not pursuing it for my career but i can scratch that itch that i think we as men all have where we want to be competitive in some capacity yeah, it's good. It's good to do some something like that every so often. Yeah, I mean that's like I said, even personally, like I, if if uh, you know, there's a certain part of me that would just be uh, just do bodybuilding forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, <laughs> y- you need that feedback, I think sometimes. I mean, because I could just just go to the gym every day forever and have that be my thing. But mm-hmm. it's a very solitary thing and you're not getting really any feedback from other men and you're mm-hmm. not getting that kind of stress situation because you know even yeah. if you, even if there's there's days uh i mean i said it when i came out to to roll with you or whatever i was like i was like i'm like i don't know what i'm walking into i'm, I'm like a newbie you yeah. know and uh and but even now it's like the the jiu-jitsu gyms i go to on a regular basis you know some days where you're not you're just not feeling 100 percent, you know mm-hmm. like and uh but it's always nice when you really don't have a choice and you, yeah. you're there anyway, and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to do this. And, and it's, you're, you're, you always feel better for having done it. I, I think so. As long as you can, you know, swallow your pride a little bit. There's some guys that will never compete. They'll never put themselves out there. They're, they'll sit on the sidelines because they, they actually don't want to know the truth. They, they can't because they're incapable of their reality being fractured. And we see these right. guys because um, they're super fucking tough online um oh, yeah and 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 you can tell who they are by by the way they comment and the way they uphold the conversation um and uh, you know and they'll be the guys that will never try and never do anything because they can't handle having their reality fractured but for the rest of us who actually want to get better and challenge ourselves i think that's super important and i think that sometimes you do have to um uh, burn the boats in, in some, I think that's important, right? Where you show up and it's like, you know what, man, I don't really want to be here, but I don't have a choice and I'm going to do the best with what I have. And you know, if that means I'm going to get my ass kicked for the next hour, then so be it. I'm going to take my lumps like a man. And, you know, hopefully the next time I come back, I will be better and that experience will be different. But I mean, yeah, I, I think that, that, that is, being able to challenge ourselves in a way that we can't just 
easily, you know, weasel our way out of, right? It's really easy to talk yourself out of a g- going to the gym one day, or, you know, maybe, maybe on the piece of paper, it says you do four sets. I'm not feeling today. I just do three. Right. Oh, yeah. But yeah. when you've got a clock that's going for five minutes and there's a dude trying to beat the shit out of you or strangle you, I mean, it, it, it puts a little bit more urgency on like, okay, I need to figure this out and I need to give a, a, a real effort despite what I want to be doing. And I think that there's value in that. I think more people should probably participate that more regularly. Absolutely. Like I said, it's, it's spiritually better for you. It makes you a better man. Makes yeah, you, well, it really does. You know, <clears throat> Going back to what you said, right? we have to do that willingly because there's no longer the necessity, right? That used to be everyday life, right? I used to have to go out in the field and work my ass off. And if I didn't, well, guess what? The rest of my family doesn't eat because the crop failed. And, and just because I, you know, I wasn't feeling good that day. Right. Right, So that wasn't an option. And so when we look, you know, we, we, we kind of have this, we romanticize that men were so much more badass back in the day and they were, but that was only because necessity mandated that they were, right? I mean, yeah. humans by nature, we're going to do the bare minimum, right? Mm-hmm. What, I mean, that's, that's like a survival trait, right? That, that it's like, whatever the baseline is, if that's all I need to get to, that's as far as I'm going to go. Well, now we're finding that if that's that mediocrity, right, that, that median level, if that's all we strive to achieve, we're left wanting and there's something – in our brains, it's like, fuck, this isn't right. Um, so now I actually have more respect for the guys that go out and seek out challenges um, than the guys of old who just, that, they just had to. They didn't have a choice, right? They didn't go yeah. to the gym because they were working their ass off. Like they didn't have time nor need to. But now we need that physical expression. So now the guy who works in IT, right, and sits in front of a desk, but then goes and, and is like a, you know, high-level grappler or crossfitter or, you know, marathon runner or Spartan race, whatever, like, that guy to me is super impressive because he doesn't have to do any of that shit, but he recognizes the value in challenging oneself and is doing it anyway, and to me, that's a, that's a really admirable yeah, no, absolutely. And, and it's, it just, yeah, like I said, it makes your life better. It's, it makes you a better person. It, it turns, I guess that's a fight club quote. It turns the volume down on some other things. It, yeah, absolutely. A, a little bit, you know, it's, 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 it, you start to see what matters. Maybe some of these people leaving comments on the internet need to, uh, need to go do something real and then they won't be so mad about something that someone said. How dare you? Yeah. Well, yeah, it, yeah. it gives you, you know, to, to another fight club quote, it, it gives you the ability to let that which does not matter truly slide. Right. You know what I mean? And that's yeah, a, yeah. I mean, that's a really fucking good place to be in my opinion. You know what I mean? It's like, if, if I don't, ha- and, and we see this again, it's like, okay, there is something, there's something to be said of like a physical expression of aggression that, that seems to be inherent in, in men, right? Like yeah. we need, we need some kind of physical outlet and, depending on who you are, that may be something as, as mundane as, you know, just going for a walk, or it may be something as extreme of you like ice climbing, um, you know, these extreme pitches, right. And, or getting punched in the face or launching motorcycles in the air or whatever it is. Right. And there's varying degrees of that, but that it, it needs to come out somewhere 
because I think, again, it lends that perspective to everything else where it's like, yeah, I don't have to get pissed off because someone disagreed with me on the internet because it doesn't fucking matter. Like there's right. no need for me to lose my mind, you know, and, and waste all this energy, you know, hours. I mean, think about how many hours people spend in the comment section trying to argue with a complete stranger who probably doesn't even care about the topic. They're just, they just enjoy fucking with other people. Right. Yeah. They're just trolling them. Right. And, and yet here you are like on this crusade for whatever you're, 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 you're trying to champion whatever that subject is to someone who is just really trying, who just is bored and is sitting on their couch eating Cheetos with nothing better to do with their lives. And it's like, man, how productive is that? Like, no matter how strong you believe in your stance, it's like you're doing nothing to further that cause. You're actually being detrimental because that energy could have spent and spent somewhere in the real world doing something of value. Right. And it, well, we, people love drama, you know, people love, I mean, I was thinking uh, while we were talking, uh, there's even, I've often thought that that's one of the major reasons that like, uh, young men, especially, uh, like to drink to excess mm. is because you create a dramatic situation because otherwise nothing happened. Huh. Uh, you know, like you, they, wow. people are blackout drunk, crazy stuff happens. Everybody has to deal with it. Then there's a story. There's a narrative that happened. Otherwise we were just sitting around in the bar talking to each other. Just hanging out. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Trying to deal with our own existential crisis. Yeah. 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 They're creating an existential that. crisis. I mean, the same thing. I mean, uh, you know, hard mm. drugs are kind of the same way too. It's like, Oh, we yeah. got to find a drug dealer and we have to do it. And then, uh, you know, it's the uh, same thing with, you know, like you said, the, the internet and, and uh, arguing it's a, it's a pastime and, and, and drama is exciting. You know, yeah, drama. Well, I mean, that's why people watch TV, most reality TV, really. I mean, it's it's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I was I was in your forum the other day, and there was a there was an argument that was uh, happened the the you know League of Savage Gentlemen mm -hmm. on Facebook, and there was an argument that happened, and maybe I was procrastinating about writing a little bit. <laughs> you know like yeah uh, i was writing and then there's this juicy discussion that's going on and then maybe i'll jump in a little bit and and and, and, and stir the pot you know and that's that's what people are doing though i mean they're sitting at their jobs and they're bored you know yeah. they're, 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 that's why they're doing that you know they yeah i working. mean right well i mean <laughs> not, not to sign sound too nihilistic right but people are looking for any kind of distraction to take them away of the fact that it's like hey man no matter nothing that i do matters it's all pointless and eventually one day i'm going to die right. right and and you know i think i think people and, and not to say that that is the actual truth but that is that is something that people have to come to terms with is their own mortality right and and most people don't want to think about that shit you know and then so, so we will fill that void with literally anything. It doesn't fucking matter. And it can be, you know, it can be the real housewives of um, fucking, I don't know, middle of nowhere, Arkansas, or it can be, you know, a, a, a forum online, but, but anything to distract, or it can be what this sports team is doing or, you know, whatever, whatever the celebrities do. We're constantly what the looking. sports team did wrong. Ooh, that, yes. That's, that's uh, I, I live with someone who was really into sports and and uh, yeah, yeah. that's a, that that's the our joke about the because he watches the uh, 
uh, you know, like all the what are the ESPN uh-huh. talking the, the talking shows? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and it's a it, it every time I walk up, I'm like, I'm so angry about sports, and that's what they that's what they're doing all day long is I'm so yeah. angry about sports, and I can, can you believe that? And a lot of it's male gossip too. It's like, can you oh, believe yeah. that? Can you believe that he said this thing? You know, it, yeah. like, he he shouldn't well, act that way. I mean, he's been you know the whole city of Toledo is is behind him, and you know it's 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 ridiculous fucking yeah and, male drama. Yeah, and 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 look, I'm not I'm not saying that I'm above you know distractions or entertainment or anything like that. Ooh, yeah, right. I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with that, but I think we need to sometimes question. Okay, what is this void that I'm trying to fill, and is is this particularly useful, right? Or is this purely entertainment? Because there's, again, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Am I just doing this because I enjoy it? Am I just watching this game played by other highly skilled, way more athletic individuals than will ever be? Um, am I watching it to see them perform you know, amazing feats of, of human achievement? If so, awesome, more power to you. Or am, am I doing this because again, I'm looking for some drama so that I can, you know, either be really happy or really mad at their, at the overall team performance as compared to the performance of another team who is a arbitrary rival so that I have something to argue with my friends about on the internet. Right. Because if that, if that is the sole purpose, man, maybe, maybe it would be time to just go sit on a fucking mountain for a little bit and just think about some things. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, far be it for me again to, to, to try and solve anybody's problems. But if, if what you're doing is not working and you were generally unhappy, maybe it's time to look elsewhere for the solution. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you're not, uh, you know, you could be spending that time, uh, uh maybe not making yourself happy, but improving yourself or your life or the people around you or, or whatever. I mean, that's, uh, if you're just, uh, engaging in drama, that's not that productive, but no, uh, actually that's going to let that jumps off, uh, to somewhere I, I wanted to go anyway. I, uh, in the, in the last speech I did it, you know, we, we've talked about a lot about, uh, men online and, mm-hmm. and, and the arguing and so forth. And one thing that women do really, really well is they support each other online now mm. they they made their compliments maybe maybe fake and backhanded you know but uh there's a lot of pro like that's amazing and dudes don't want to do that because it's embarrassing and it's and it's not real you know it's like so gay. it's so gay bro. yeah you yeah, tell yeah, another yeah. dude he's awesome you're like you're so gay yeah 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 exactly i mean there's there's dudes who do that and you know they're called dick riders uh-huh. and then they just do nothing but like oh my god i'll never be that cool like <laughs> down <laughs> and then, and then there's the other guys who just won't, cannot spare a compliment. Yeah, uh-huh. and uh, and that's that's you know both are unproductive. And, yep. And I think that men uh, need to you know, help promote each other and and uh, you know, it, it, I think the more confident you are in yourself, the less a compliment costs. Yeah, very sure. Uh, you know, like yeah, if, if you're confident, then you're like, ah, yeah, that's a good job, man. You know, like, because it, it's no skin off my ass. You know, like, right, you know, right. Yeah. Well, it's it's. I think I think men in particular, because we have this competitive drive, right? We we often look at things as a zero sum game, right? Yeah. Where it's like, 
okay, if I elevate you, then that means that I have to go down to compensate, right? Or, or that it puts you in a superior position to where I'm at. And it's like that, which, which isn't true. Right. But I think that's the, that's the impression. Um, I mean, if you're in the same room competing for the same spot, maybe maybe that's true. Maybe 90% of the time in life, 99% of the time in life, that is not the case. Right. Well, here's in business, you know, there's somebody down the street who does something similar. You're probably still going to both be okay. And you can kind of, you know, you, you don't have to be like, trying to you do it this spy versus spy like sabotage each other's business yeah stuff, you know? well here's even even in direct conflict right something yeah. and now this is different to, than to say like if, if your life was on the line right but let's say even in a fist fight right, right. like i i don't i i never have begrudged my opponent for performing well right. i mean truthfully i want to perform like dog shit because that'll make an easy night for me however if, if he has an amazing night and, and kicks my ass, it's like, you know what, man, hats off to you. That's, that's great. You know what I mean? Like, like good for you. This is something that I can learn from and I'll come back. And you know, if we fight again, I'll use this to my advantage. Or if I don't fight that guy, I'll use that lesson somewhere else. Um, but it, but it's never like, I never have any ill wish against the guy that I'm competing against other than like, I want to do better than, than him. But that doesn't mean that he has to, you know, that, that doesn't have to take away from him. And it's the same thing in business. It's like, man, there's plenty of pie to go around. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't, if, if, if Jack is getting more listeners to his podcast, that doesn't take away from people who might potentially listen to my podcast. You know what I mean? If, if, if Ryan Mickler and order of man are getting more traffic to their website and their store, that doesn't mean these, these things aren't mutually exclusive. Right. So like I, I, if, if I'm, even if I'm not friends with you, I generally, I want people to do well, you know what I mean? Because why, why wouldn't I, why, you know, unless you have like, unless you are like my fucking mortal enemy, right. Which I don't think that really exists. People want to talk about like, Oh, I have these haters or whatever. It's like, no one, no one really cares that much. You don't have haters. You have people that maybe want to fuck with you and like, maybe want to dis, maybe they dislike you and want to find an opportunity to bring you down. But I can guarantee they're not thinking about you every second of every day and how to like ensure (laughs) to to ensure your demise like that. Right. That just it isn't, isn't the way it works. Right. So it, it is interesting because you see that a lot where guys, you know, are very reluctant to like say nice things to other dudes. It's, it's, it is an interesting phenomenon. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think, especially in our segment, I mean, we're, we're all kind of working to uh, help men improve themselves. And so mm-hmm. there's not really a necessity to, for, you know, that kind of cutthroat competition or whatever, you know, it's, it's I, not, uh, I mean, like you said, Ryan Mickler is a great example. Like, I mean, I, I, I post, that's a great post to him all the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. the guy's got super thoughtful stuff. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like he'll come up with stuff and it's like, yes, I a hundred percent agree with that. And, and truth be told, you articulate it far better than I probably could have. And there's other stuff that I look at that's like, ah, I don't know if I agree with that. You know, and the the way the way I think the the world should work was like 
even even if you and I are friends, right? If you see me say something and do something out of line, like you should be able to call me on that. I think you should be able to compliment another guy when he does something right, and you should also be able to to chastise them if they're if they're way out of line. Do you right. know what I mean? Like that's to me that's what being a man really is is having you know and having a real relationship with another man it's not that oh my gosh i I worship the ground that that jack walks on which i do but um you know oh everything he says is just the most profound it's like no the guy is super sharp and he says a lot of good stuff you know but if if you said something that i disagree with i'd be like you know jack i'm not sure about that and then we can have a dialogue and you know, you could probably talk circles around me explaining that. And I'd be like, oh, shit, man, that guy's thought way harder about this. And I'm not equipped to do, but to, to articulate this as well as he can. And maybe I don't win that argument. And I'm like, okay, cool, man. I, yeah. And then we just go about our day. And it's like, all right, well, maybe you don't see things my way. And that's okay. We can still be friends. We can still hang out and have a beer or whatever. Not, We're not now mortal enemies because you know, you said it was blue, but I thought it was green. Right. Right. And I think, I think the struggle is, I think, and you know, if we were going to have that discussion, we'd have it in a sidebar, you know, like discussing because we've talked before and we know yeah. we have it in the sidebar discussion. Right. I think, I think a lot of people run into the struggle with this kind of thing because they, uh, um, they want to have that discussion with you and you, they think you should be willing to have it with all of, all of the people. Every, all you know, seven billion of them. All of the people, yeah. And I'm not going to do that. You know, right. like that, that's, that's been a long time. You know, it's like there are a few people that have like, if I respect you and then, would, oh, yeah, well, oh, yeah, I'll explain that. You know, we, we talked that. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I'm like, all right, books. If I yeah. made an argument, I made it best in a book. You know, like yeah. I, I can't, probably can't make it that well in person. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, for sure. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of people, I, I don't really argue with people like uh, that much. And I think that bugs people. They want to, they want to, they want to bend your ear and like explain this to me. And I'm like, well, I'll show you I either did my best or I don't know what I think about that yet. That's, that's the other part <laughs> you know? too, where it's like, yeah. well, you have, I mean, obviously you're, you're, you're an author and, and a philosopher. And so you think on things. So therefore you should have an answer to everything that exists. And it's like, you know, man, honestly, like, believe it or not, I have other things that, <laughs> that I have to do in my life. And I maybe haven't spent a ton of time researching this fact. And then they're outraged because this is their, like, this is their baby. And really, it's just their time to step into the limelight is what oh, yeah. it boils down to. Oh, yeah. Hey, I've spent a ton of time researching this. Sir, I feel real- sir, sir, can I read? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Here's my 15... Know, like 15- 15 yeah, minutes of fame. It's, it's the person who asked the question in class, you know, like, right. Yeah. Now, like they, 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 they want to tell, they're not asking a question. Yeah. They want to, they want to, they want to show up. They want to talk. They want to be acknowledged. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And you know what, man, sometimes I, I would just pass the mic and like, you know what, you have the floor, right? Yeah. I don't necessarily, I don't always feel particularly obligated to then rebuttal. And a lot of times I'm just like, okay, cool, man. And then go about the day. And I wish pe- more people had that capability online. Right. So it's like, okay, we're talking about a subject. Mm-hmm. I, for whatever reason, I felt compelled to interject on it. And I say my thing. And then this person comes back with a rebuttal. 
and maybe there's a couple of exchanges, but there comes a point where we have to recognize like, okay, this isn't, this is no longer productive. We've, we've hit an impasse here and it's time to walk away. And, and, and people just seem to not have that ability and it becomes this, then it devolves into this name calling or, you know, it, it just gets way off the rails. We're not even arguing the actual facts that even were, were, were predicate, the argument was predicated on. And it becomes this complete cluster fucking waste of time. And it's like, man, just, just stop, just stop. You're not getting anywhere. Just go about your day. And yet, you know, there have been, I, I, I've, we've had posts on our page where it's like 200 comments, you know, or 2000 comments and 200 of them have been by one person. It's like, what are you doing with your life? Like that you have this much time on your hands. Yeah. I, it, 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 it baffles me, but I don't know what the what the original thing was, other than we should be able to have the ability to have discourse. Um, if if I, I think the point, part of the point that you were making that, that I think we fail to recognize is that there's a different conversation to be had between you and I who know each other, and we've had some some serious and deep intellectual conversations. Yeah. And then two complete strangers who have never met and know absolutely nothing about each other. Um, and so we go into these discussions, making this assumption that they know something about you and that, you know, something about them. And then you pick up the discussion and it goes, you know, all to hell. And I think we need to recognize, like, you don't know the first thing about this person and what their bias is and where they're coming from. That needs to factor in the way you engage in this situation. And we, I feel like we seldom do. Oh yeah, I mean, and that's the that's the tricky thing. I think a lot of it maybe is uh, Americans are very democratic, and uh, my opinion matters. Oh yeah, but I mean, I your your opinion can't matter to me. You know, like I, I have to be I, selective in whose opinion yeah, yeah. matters, and and I can't because I can't take equal criticism from everybody <laughs> and have it and value it the same. Yeah, you know, and that's, well, the, that's the important thing. You can't, you can't. People don't realize that. Like, there's no reason why I should believe that your opinion has value. You know, if I don't know you and I don't know anything about you, like, <laughs> you could be a complete piece of human garbage. And yeah. uh, you know, why, why would I take that seriously? I don't care. You know, like I've, you know, like uh, if you've, unless you've proven to me that you, you know, have a value, you know, is, are someone who I respect. Yeah. Then why would I, why would I, why does your opinion matter? Right. And, and, and that's a great point. And we've talked about this um, quite a bit where the messenger matters, where the person, you know, who they are also, uh, you know, plays a part in, in what, how well I receive what they're saying. Um, that, you know, that's an important aspect. And I think we have this entitlement that, you know, we're all so enlightened and woke because we have the internet and we've, you know, read a couple of articles that now everyone is qualified to speak out on a particular subject um, without any real experience other than this one, you know, half heartedly written article that was actually only created for the sole purpose of getting clicks and not actually for informing anyone about anything. Right. Most but I read that article. Yeah, 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 so now yeah, I've got this exactly. shit in my back pocket and now I'm yeah. going to beat everyone in the internet. Um, over the face with this, with this little nugget that I, that I found. And it's like, dude, no one fucking cares. Like, you know what, when you have accomplished some things in your life and you're speaking to those things, 
well then maybe we'll 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 give you a listen right but otherwise it's kind of like man oh, say what you want but don't expect anyone to give a shit especially someone who's out actually doing things like yeah someone someone may may look at one of my fights and they may criticize um how that played out right oh. and it's like okay you can have that opinion but unless it you're means my a coach, lot more yeah it means a lot more if it's another fighter yeah, if there's a guy that's like, <laughs> yeah. hey, man, you really, yeah, great, you know, I, I think you should work on this, right? And you're just some fucking Yahoo that's never, you know, yeah. that's, that's never trained a day in his life. Sorry, I'm probably not going to listen to that. I'm probably not even going to give, you know, give that comment any recognition, right? right? Because right. why should I? Just like you said. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, building off of all of this, uh, who, who do you think is killing it right now? I mean, out in the world, I mean, who, hey, we're watching the same things all the time. I mean, uh, who, who do you think has a really good message right now or who has kind of like popped into your view recently? Um, man, there, there's a lot of people that are doing rad stuff. And the hard part is, is sometimes it's, it's difficult to quantify you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. um, which, which essentially is saying it's hard to rank, right? It's hard. I mean, a, a lot of guys in our space are all doing amazing things. Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't know that I could categorize it. I think, I think somewhere close to home who has been really impactful for me um, in, in what they've been doing is actually the guys over at nonprofit um, okay. and the dissect podcast. And they're not necessarily in the, man space doesn't matter per se yeah you know you know what i mean but they're 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 a group of like really sharp um really accomplished individuals that man have a have a cool way of looking at things in a in a really awesome way of kind of challenging the status quo especially in the when it comes to the fitness industry that's kind of their their wheelhouse although they tend to diverge into quite of other realms you know different realms and that sort of thing but um man those guys are doing some really cool things really unique um kind of going against the grain in a lot of ways um in pretty much in every every way that you can do that when it comes to um social media presence or running a business or running a, a gym or a podcast, everything they're doing is, is very, you know, counter counterculture, so to speak. Um, which is really cool that they found a way to actually make that work. Cause it's, it's, it's super challenging, right? I mean, even with Savage Gentlemen, to some degree, I try to buck the system a little bit and not buy into, you know, too much of the, like the consumer mentality. Right. Cause I think right, that, right. that is, ultimately not not a great thing yeah. however there are certain practices in a consumer-based business that need to be followed in order to be successful so um with their guy those guys with their model man it, it's really cool what they're doing and the the depths that they're exploring um just on the human condition i, I find really fascinating interesting so that's the yeah the nonprofit guys i think i'll i'll try and uh, throw a link into there uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously, we we had you know we we had a discussion with those guys and yeah, um, yeah, yeah, 
in, in hindsight, I kind of wish we had had, we had been able to spend more time with those guys. Cause I think, I think there's a lot of stuff that, that back and forth, you know, would have, would have been interesting to hear, you know, different perspectives on things. And, um, yeah, I think definitely next time you're out this way, we'll have to link you guys up somewhere. Oh, definitely, definitely. I'd, I'd definitely like to do it again. I mean, I was definitely tapped out the day we did it. What was it? We were in there for like three hours or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was like I'm, I'm dumb now. All my <laughs> brain, smart is gone. Brain, yeah, brain, uh, brain no work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and but, uh, we did kind of put you through the ringer. I mean, that was, a, that was, a, that was kind of a whirlwind of, of events to come in, and then you had the, the meetup. And then straight into the next day, climbing right. mountains and then training and face punching. And then, hey, let's do a three-hour podcast. And oh, yeah. No, no, it was, it was great. It was great to meet those guys. And, and uh, I still actually talk to them both. Uh, oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we send little messages back and forth on Instagram so every so often. Uh, nice. You know, and, uh, you know, they'll, you know, like, like a, any other story that I did or whatever, you know, it's, uh-huh. it's, a, it's cool. I'm glad I'm still in touch with those guys and I'll, I'll definitely be out uh, your way, which by the way, I don't think we've mentioned is in Salt Lake city. Yes, it is. Uh, in so Salt your, Lake city, your store Utah. that you're sitting in mm-hmm. is in Salt Lake city. So I think. The yep. And that. the location is trolley square, which is okay. because it was a trolley station. Um, and, and, you know, we, we spent a lot of time beating up on, on, social media for all its, uh, I don't know, shortcomings and, and, and that sort of thing. But there is a lot of cool stuff that, that has come out of it. You know what I mean? Like it, it has given us the ability to connect with people that we otherwise would never connect with. It gives us insight into other people's lives that we may not experience. And I think that there is value in that. So you know, I oh, it kind of went off on a rant, but absolutely, but is- man, absolutely. And I would never want it to come across that way because I mean, a, I'm sitting here making content for social media, right? And uh, and and that is my job is being on social media or part of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't look at it as a negative thing. And in, in fact, I, I don't. Uh, you know, people get so down on everything uh, about that world, and it's a tool, and you can use it or be used by it. Mm. And you can enjoy it. You know, if you, if, if you look at these things and all you see is garbage content, that's because you followed it. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I follow <laughs> has, hashtag 19th century art on Instagram. That's what I'm looking at. You, know, yeah, like it's, yeah. you can, you can follow whatever you want. So if you, if all you see is trash and it's because you chose to see, see nothing but trash. Well, and, and, and that speaks to the, the drama thing that you had mentioned earlier like that probably means that you're a person who is craving you know the drama which means you're probably i'll go on a limb here and say you you may be unfulfilled in some other aspect of your life you know what i mean um so i think uh, there was there was a point that i was going to make about oh you know the 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 idea of like social media we talked about this before and Mm -hmm. um I wanted to bring this up. I'll probably bring it up to the league at some point, but it was, it was you who I think brought it up. This idea that social media should have been the ultimate like sandbox for us to foster ideas and actually have dialogues and and experiment and see, okay, what sticks and what doesn't. Um, And, and man, I want to believe that we can still utilize it in that capacity. We just have to be selective how and where we do it. Yeah. Well, we, it, you create your own sphere 
Mm-hmm. One might even say you start your own world. You can create your own environment within that. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, like I said, I can't hit on social media. At this point, everyone I know, I know from the internet, except for my best friend, Jesse, who I met at, at, a, at an actual job. Uh, but that uh, beyond that, most of the people that I, I talk to, obviously you, other people I know through the internet. And like you said, it puts us all in contact with each other. And so you can find that space where you want to have that discussion. And I think that people are doing that more and more often. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of actually closed groups. I mean, I, yeah. I think that uh, um, like Order of Man, they have they have a they have one. Group. I think there's, there's a the lot Iron of, Council. Yeah, there's a lot of closed groups that are happening, and that's where you got guys who are actually invested. Mm-hmm. And then because there's an investment there, they they are going to have a more civil discussion and they are going to have a more, uh, uh, they're going to be more serious about what's going on and, and uh, more serious about making changes. And I think that even works with a lot of fitness things as well, too. If you create a, that's kind of a thing in the fitness community is you're people creating groups of like, we're going to do a group of people who like need to lose weight. And then there's like, 20 people who are trying really hard to lose weight, running by the same guy, and they're they're in it together, you yeah. know, and they're, they're 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 having an experience together, and so they're they're more serious and they're more invested in it, and I bet they're all pretty nice to each other instead of yeah. the uh, the other things that people see, you know. Yep. Well, and I think this is something that 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 has been brought up before, but I think that speaks to this idea of you know tribalism to some extent, right? Where there's a maximum capacity where if it gets too big, you you start losing connection with the original thing that actually was the common bond, right? If it becomes yeah, it's, it's done so large, like our, yeah, it's, it's uh, dumber, like our brains can only process yep. those kind of relationships with so many people. Yeah, and, and I, think, I think with the internet, you know, we started off where everything was like really tight knit and, and close, yeah. right? And then it expanded to incorporate everything and everyone. Yes. And now we're like, oh, that's bad. Because things like 4chan and, and, and Reddit surface, right? And then, yeah, yeah. okay, now we, let, let's, let's, let's tighten back up and let's form some more useful or productive spaces um, that, we, that we're actually, that we are in fact bought into. And from there, that, that, makes it more of a tool that we can extend into, well, now we can meet up in person. Now we've developed a relationship with this small tight knit group of people and Hey, let's, let's organize some kind of event together or, or a meetup or, or whatever that exchange is. Right. Um, and, and now, man, now we can actually start to make things happen. And that's where I see, and hopefully the, the direction going with, with the internet and social media is using, using uh, used as a tool to create some positive change as opposed to a place where people could just shit post and complain and piss and moan and nothing actually is being done. I think it'll always be both, unfortunately. But uh, I mean, uh, it, again, I'm a hopeless you can, romantic. You can, you can choose, you, again, you choose your own experience, right? Right. Uh, you choose your own level of involvement in uh, this kind of thing. Uh, people can choose to be happy or unhappy. You know, they can choose to invest in something and be excited about it, or they can bitch all day, you know, and that's, that's, that's life. I mean, that's what people do. I mean, you know, you can choose what kind of life you want to lead, but 
but anyway, man, I think that that's a, that's a probably a good way to wrap up. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, I, I, I've really been digging the, uh, the whole stay solder thing just to kind of piggyback off of your statement there. I mean, I, I love that mentality, right? Where, Oh man, we can choose, right? We can, we can kind of be upset and hate everything and be shitty or we can, we can be solar. We can radiate energy and light and, you know, go out in the world and produce and make things better um, as best as we see fit. And man, that's so, that's such a better mantra in, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's the, it's the right message. I think it's what people need to hear right now. They need something awesome. more positive and the more positive direction to go in, but cool, man. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. My pleasure, man. Good luck with everything and look forward to chatting soon. All right. Thanks. Thank you for watching or listening to start the world. You know, my personal mission is to help men become the best versions of themselves and to, to face some of the challenges that uh, we all face in the, in the 21st century. You know, it, it's getting weird out there. Uh, so I'm having conversations with other men who are helping men face and overcome these challenges. And that's why I'm so excited about the new season of Start the World. Uh, you know, I have a lot of people scheduled. I'm going to talk to psychologists, therapists, martial artists, coaches, trainers, artists, spiritual leaders, and maybe just some, some fun weirdos. Uh, we're going to try to, to, to put out uh, an episode every week for a while, maybe 30 to 50 episodes this year. Uh, you know, I'm going to get some lavalier mics, maybe do some, uh, some in-person uh, interviews, and uh, maybe even some workout content. Uh, I think a lot of people would actually like that. Uh, you know, if you want to support this podcast or just my work generally, I am uh, I'm writing a book this year that I'm also pretty excited about. Ho hopefully, it'll come out in the fall. Uh, I'm using Subscribestar. Uh, Subscribestar is an anti-censorship platform. Uh, you can sign up using a link in the show notes or on YouTube or just by typing in subscribestar.com slash Jack Donovan, and it should take you there. So thanks again for watching or listening to Start the World. This is Jack Donovan. Stay solar.